Hey y'all, welcome back to the podcast, Thrifting Ain't Easy. My name is Erica, and as you could already tell, this week's podcast episode is going to be about Clubhouse. I have been on Clubhouse now for around three weeks, but that does not mean I know what I'm doing. Last week, I had the opportunity to go to my first Clubhouse event, um, and it was on the reseller realm, and that's exactly what this podcast episode is going to be about. If you don't know what Clubhouse is, Clubhouse is a social media app that is basically like live podcasting. On Clubhouse, you get to hear from different professionals, people in the field. In my case, I got to hear from resellers who have a large social media following or have a large sale count on Poshmark, etc. And they start their Clubhouse groups and their Clubhouse clubs Um, together as a way to help people and spill secrets, just kind of like this podcast, but not live. Another thing about Clubhouse that is very important to note, it is a secret and exclusive club. Clubhouse, you have to have an invite. It took me forever to get an invite, but I found one of my friends and she gave me her invite. So now here I am on Reseller Clubhouse. I've had a great experience so far. It is a little hard trying to find other resellers on the app. Um, as there aren't that many because everybody on Clubhouse is kind of like a professional thing where there are journalists, there are TV people, there are social media influencers, there are dietitians. It's just a place where all people of all job backgrounds and all interests can meet. And Clubhouse is very vast. And like I was saying, the reseller world isn't big on there, but it is mighty. There are about, I want to say maybe three main clubhouses for resellers, and I have only been to one of the groups, but that's exactly what I want to talk about in this week's episode. My first time on Clubhouse and listening to the reseller side of it, I learned so much I know for a fact I'm going to be tuning in to their event tonight on Wind Down Wednesdays. And I want to give you guys those secrets and I want to spill some things. Um, and hopefully you guys can take some things from my clubhouse stint. Um, as I know, it is very hard to get into. So with that being said, if you want to know things about Clubhouse so you don't have to, just keep on listening. Before we get into what I learned from this clubhouse room, I want to tell you guys what the clubhouse room was just in case you guys are on clubhouse and you want to check it out in another um, day of their series. The one that I attended was the reseller room. Ooh, I am so sorry. (laughs) Was the reseller recap Wednesday wind down. This room is from the online resellers, eBay, Poshmark, Maricari, Amazon, Kidneyzen, and etc. It is a huge group. It has about 628 members as of right now. And the leader of the show, when at least when I was listening to the Clubhouse group, was Deneen Telez. You can find her on Instagram. She has a huge following on Instagram. And you can find her business Instagram at... Fashionistas Fab Finds. Um, So yeah, she was the leader of the 
clubhouse room that I was on. They do their Wednesday wind downs every Wednesday at 8 p.m. I believe. I will be tuning in tonight so I can learn a little bit more and I hope you guys will too. So let's get into the things that we talked about in the clubhouse room. The first thing that someone mentioned, oh another thing I want to mention is that everybody can really chip in. There are about 20, 30, 20 or 30 people in the room at a time and everybody can kind of chip in if they want. They you know, the host and the co-host, of course, always chip in. But yeah, we have like an open floor policy where people can talk about different things. So yeah, the first thing that someone mentioned was StockX to sell shoes. He was talking about the overall platform and how sneakerheads are the future. Everybody knows you turn on TikTok, you go on TikTok, you go on Pinterest. Everybody is looking for a perfect way to accessorize their shoes or get in new shoes because shoes make or break an outfit. StockX is one of those kind of sneakerhead sites, but it is very, very, very reseller friendly. They buy and sell authentic sneakers, authenticate it for you if you want them to check and make sure it's real. They'll put a StockX tag on it, send it back to you, and then you can flip it on your own sites or you can just go ahead and sell it to them if you have old shoes or shoes that you resold etc. StockX is a really cool app if you are looking to get in the sneakerhead business because that is a lot of money. Um, one woman was saying that she went to a, a Nike outlet and they were having a sale on a couple of their tennis shoes. So she ended up getting them for $30 and sold them to StockX getting around $70, which is a great Great find, great benefit, and yeah, if you are looking for the sneakerhead type of people and you are that type of reseller, StockX is an app that you should definitely check out, and I learned that from Clubhouse. <laughs> the next thing that I learned from Clubhouse is how to stay motivated. This is something that I've talked about before on this podcast episode. If you want to know what I said, go to my episode where I talked about balancing school and reselling at the same time. But um, staying motivated is so hard in this game, especially if you have other things going on and if this isn't your full responsibility. So they took time out of their day to give everyone the best tips that they could find on how to stay motivated as a reseller. As you all know, being a reseller or being a small business owner can be a pretty lonely job. You really don't have anybody to work with. There's no coworkers. You're your own boss. And with that being said, you are going to be working random hours of the day, packaging random times of the week, and going to the post office where that might be your only social interaction for that day or week. So it can be really hard to stay motivated, but some of the tips that the people in the clubhouse room gave was one person said that she hired a virtual assistant. I have heard about that. I have actually tried out being a virtual assistant. Did not like it. Wasn't the job for me because I like my own reselling business and don't want to be very hands-on with that, but getting a virtual assistant can really help you focus in on other things in your life, but also not, you know, detach yourself from your business. If you don't know what a virtual assistant is, a virtual assistant is someone, especially in a reseller world, a virtual assistant is someone who you can hire to share your closet, to send offers to likers, to promote your business on social media. Your virtual assistant kind of handles all things 
on your phone, which is everything a reseller does. So you can hire your virtual assistant to really take care of whatever you need them to do. All you'll have to do if you do have one, nine times out of 10 is just package your orders and get them out there. So with that being said, if you decide to get a virtual assistant, you'll have more time to focus on the little things in life that don't require reselling. You know, if you're a parent or if you are in school, you'll probably have more time to do all the things that you want to do and not have to worry about dedicating an hour or two hours a day to sharing your closet or an hour or two hours a day to social media content promotion. And that's why I could see how having a hiring a virtual assistant would be a very beneficial job. If you are in the market for a virtual assistant, I 110% recommend you go on the app called Fiverr. Fiverr, F-I-V-E-R, is an app that connects freelancers to people who need work done for them. So I did virtual assisting and I did it through Fiverr over the summer. I did one job, did what I was supposed to do, did not renew because I did not want to do that. But Fiverr is a very reliable app if you want to get virtual assistants. And I believe they have specific sections where you can look up specifically a virtual assistant through Depop, a virtual assistant through Poshmark, whatever. And especially with Fiverr, you are either going to be getting a bot to do your work or you're going to give it someone who just wants to do freelance work for you. You could actually be employing someone else to continue their dreams of whatever they want to do. So yeah, the virtual assistant route is very helpful and it does help you stay motivated in this world if you want to maybe take a break from the work life of being a reseller. The next thing that someone said to stay motivated is to set monetary goals. This is something that I 120%, since I already said the 110%, 120% agree with. Each year I have doubled what I have made in profits and my goal this year is to do the same thing. That is something that keeps me going, that keeps me doing these mystery boxes, that keeps me in reselling and I just want to keep growing and growing and growing. Hopefully to the point that when I graduate college I won't have to work, I can choose to work. That is the goal that I have and that is what motivates me to continue what I'm doing and to continue my small business and my reselling job. With that being said, I feel like it is such a beneficial thing when the year wraps up and you're doing your taxes report, make sure you write down what you made and figure out how you can go about doubling that, tripling that. Whatever you want to do, just make sure you are keeping, or even if you want to just match what you made last year. I always think monetary goals really do, really are effective in helping you um, create a sense of urgency and a, a sense of hunger in what you want to do. I hope that makes sense. But yeah, monetary goals are very important. So always make sure you keep track of how much you're making month to month and how you want to continue to grow. Come up with different steps on how to continue to grow. Monetary goals are very beneficial if you are looking to stay motivated. Challenge yourself to make more money than you did in the month of February. Challenge yourself to make more money than you did March of last year. Keep challenging yourself to do better and you can possibly get to the life that you want to live. Especially with being a reseller, this is the new full-time job. This is not something that was a full-time job 10, 20, 30 years ago, but it's here now and this is, it doesn't look like it's going to go anywhere. So just keep up, keep the faith, keep pushing yourself and you got this. 
another thing that someone said that can help them stay motivated is if you already have stuff, make sure you sell it. I don't know about you guys, but looking at my death pile motivates me to get it out of my house. <laughs> if you don't know what a death pile is, in the reseller world, a lot of people call the death pile either the stuff you have not listed or stuff that just you have sitting around. It's the clothing that you accumulate that isn't going anywhere or you just haven't taken a picture of it because you are too tired. I get that 100%. And when I see my death pile, I know this is something I need to do now and I need to get this out of my house. So if I post this, if I'm not motivated to post anything, but I'm looking at this pile of clothing that would make my room so much better if I just got rid of it immediately I'm going to start working because that just motivates me to clean up or to do better or to whatever just like it kind of goes hands in hand hand in hand with the monetary goals and saying that getting this pile of clothing out that is basically a pile of money is beneficial to you so why not do it that is a good enough motivation to continue to draw you into the reseller world. If you already have clothing, if you already have items that you know for a fact need to get out of your house if you want to clean it and you don't want to donate it. So the last thing that someone said as a great way to stay motivated is to set a schedule. This is something that I try my best to do, but I do not succeed. <laughs> but I do try to ship at least three times a week, especially with my mystery boxes. My mystery boxes have been popping off lately because we're getting warmer weather and that is exactly the time that my mystery boxes thrive. So with that being said, setting a schedule saying, okay, I'm going to ship three times a week, Monday, Thursday, and Sunday. Sunday, it'll just sit there overnight, or sometimes I'll do it Saturday, depending on how I'm feeling or if I can get up before noon <laughs> on Saturdays. But um, yeah, so setting a schedule, I'm going to ship on those three days of the week. Okay, what am I going to do for the other days? How many days a week am I going to thrift? Okay, I'm going to thrift only one day a week, or I'm going to thrift two times a week, and then I'm going to package every night for at least one hour, or I'm going to package two nights a week for at least one hour. Set yourself a reliable and motivational schedule. Set you a schedule that works well with your personal life and also works well with your reseller life. If you know you're going to ship in the morning when the post office closes at noon, you might not want to be packaging at 2 a.m. on a Friday night because you're not going to want to wake up on Saturday when you know you need to ship. Make sure everything goes together and set an accurate schedule for you to keep you motivated, to keep you grounded, and to keep you hungry in this reseller game. So yeah, the reseller, one thing I want to say though, I have been seeing this all over Twitter, is people talking about hustle culture. To me, I don't believe the reseller game is hustle culture because it's moved far beyond that. It has moved into the territory where it's a full-time job, where it's paying more than jobs that are salaried. So keeping the motivation and realizing that you have five days to ship a Poshmark order or you have three days to ship a curtsy order, talk to your customer, see if they need it on time or at a certain date. And if they don't, you're good. 
you don't have to, not as soon as you get an order do you have to package. Work with your schedule and make sure you do have a life outside of being a reseller. That's the beauty of this job is that you can, you can really have multiple things going on in a day and still be perfectly fine. So make sure you set a schedule if you want to stay motivated to keep you in this game. I'm going to go through what mo- how to stay motivated one more time before I get into the next portion of this that I am so excited to spill the beans on. So how to stay motivated. Number one, you can hire a virtual assistant. Number two, set monetary goals. Number three, if you have the stuff already, make sure you sell it. And number four, set a schedule. So the next thing that I want to talk about, I am so excited to talk about this part. This is a hack that I will definitely be trying. This is about shipping, my loves. I have talked about pirate ship before. Pirate ship is an amazing way to ship if you do not want to go through the post office and you don't have the option to ship through your platforms um, or you just purely don't want to. You want to save a little bit more money because pirate can save you a few more cents if you don't ship through your platforms. Um but another way to ship is through OfferUp. Listen, listen. OfferUp is an app where you are kind of, I believe you're like locally based, but they also, I think they recently offer shipping options so you can sell more nationally. So this is how one of the resellers described it. On OfferUp, you have the option to ship up to 20 pounds any package that is, I believe, 1717 and something like that. It's by 17 by 17, I know that. So, offer up, you have the option to ship up to 20 pounds of a 17 by 17 package for 14.49. What people do, this is not a scam. This is just what people do and offer up. They're the ones that came up with the idea. If you don't know already, the post office is very expensive. Shipping a 20-pound package at the post office is over $100. A lot of the places like Poshmark, like Poshmark, you can send up to seven pounds for um, the $7.99, which is something you also won't be able to get at the post office. On offer up, if you want to ship $20, say you have a family member, you want to ship them something, or you want to ship them inventory. What you do is you make a listing on OfferUp for, I think the minimum is $2. Then you charge the $14.49 shipping, add the $2. You can package whatever it is and send it to them for $20 with the OfferUp app discount. I hope that makes sense. So, like I was saying, if you want to ship something 20 pounds or more, this is more of like shipping supplies. If you are, say, I've talked about the LA Fashion District, say you're going to LA for the Fashion District, but you're flying. You don't want to pile everything into your suitcase because you have clothing. You don't want to just get rid of your clothing for a couple necklaces. So what you can do, you have someone in your back home, back home state, her husband, your wife, whatever, get them to go on offer up, purchase your you put a $2 listing, they purchase that, you package everything you got from the fashion district or everything you got from the thrift store, and you can send it back home for around 16 bucks, up to 20 pounds worth. It has to be in the correct box dimensions. You can cut boxes if you need to. Check on offer up for the validity of that, validity of that, but so many people were talking about it on, um, on the clubhouse room. Another one that they talked about is called Sindel. It is S-E-N, 
D-L-E. Sindel has another, it has a large shipping um, offer where you can ship $20, ship for $20, when the post office is typically $100. I think it's the same poundage as around $20, I mean 20 pounds. You pay $20 with their shipping code or their app or whatever it is, and you can put your stuff in it and ship through there. I hope that makes sense. <laughs> but yeah, you guys could easily do that. Try that out. Let me know how it goes. The post office has gotten very expensive, but as you guys know, a lot of these reseller apps have not adjusted their prices yet. I know that Poshmark is still around $7.99 or $8 um, for shipping. Depop is around the same. So yeah, with that being said, take advantage of these reseller apps and shipping through them. You don't necessarily have to be selling anything, but as long as you are shipping it, somebody's scanning it, your item will get to your customer just like it would on Poshmark or on Mercari, how you normally use it and how you normally make a sale. So the last thing that I want to talk about is how to get some items in this hard time. Quarantine is kind of crazy right now. Everybody is trying to figure out the vaccinations. Younger people can't get it yet. Yada, yada, yada. With that being said, some people are still not comfortable going into thrift stores, and that is perfectly fine. So there are ways for you to get new inventory without you leaving your house. Let's talk about it on how they talked about it in Clubhouse. So the first one that they named was the Nextdoor app. And to go to the sales section. The Nextdoor app is an app that is sort of like Facebook Marketplace, except it's a completely separate thing. It is where you look at locally um, people and see what they're selling. You can put things for sale there. You can sell your items there, etc., etc. And you can either meet in person, do drop-offs, or you can have someone from the same town as you, ship it to you. This is a really easy way if you don't want to do thrift stores or if you maybe don't want to um, deal with going outside or stuff like that. And also if you want to find a new way to sell your items. Last week I did an episode about Mercari and how you can virtually sell anything on that app. Another way that you can sell um, houseware stuff, if you want to get rid of your tables, if you want to get rid of chairs, lamps, TVs, that kind of stuff, the Nextdoor app and the Facebook Marketplace apps are really great for that. So I always recommend trying those out. But I've also seen people looking for clothing on there. Yeah, people look for clothing on the Nextdoor app and the Facebook Marketplace app. So if you are, like I was talking about earlier, if you have a huge dead stockpile that maybe you have put out, but no one's jumping and no one's buying it, try to sell it locally without having to give it to a thrift store, a consignment store, um, and donating it. You can still try to sell things on Facebook Marketplace and the Nextdoor app. Always be safe about it. Always meet at the police station or a very public place to barter. Um, but yeah, those are really great apps to do that. Oh, one thing that I wanted to mention, I'm not going to spend too much time talking about it because I'm not very educated on it, but they were talking about the American Express business card gives you 3% cash back on shipping and how that adds up. I'm going to definitely check that out. People are saying they were using it as travel rewards. They were using it as gift cards. 
stuff like that. So if you are looking and shopping around for a business card, I would 100% think about doing something that can give you um, a percentage of cash back on USPS shipping and stuff because that's something that us resellers spend a lot of money on. So yeah, this week's episode was all about Clubhouse, what I learned, what you can learn, how to get on there. I think I kind of want to do this in pairing with my um, what sold this week. I haven't done a what sold this week in about a month, but I'm going to do that soon. And I might pair it up my next Clubhouse episode with that. Give you guys a bonus episode each week. I am so sorry for not being on last week. I went home. I... College has been hard, but I decided to go home, and it was very refreshing for me, and I had the opportunity to finally listen to that clubhouse um, that I've been talking about for a while, so that's why I wanted to do this episode, because I spent my time wisely. (laughs) I really did. I didn't have my microphone with me. I left my microphone in my apartment, but I'm good. I am back, and I hope to be doing consecutive episodes again. I'm not leaving anytime soon. Probably going to stay here for the rest of the semester. But um, yeah, I want to thank you guys so much for listening to this week's podcast episode. I hope you learned a lot about the Clubhouse world. I hope you guys join me on the Clubhouse world. You can find me on there um, at Erica LaFloria. I don't know my at on there, but it's probably that. Um, and you can join the different Clubhouse rooms. Before I wrap up this episode, what I do want to do is give you guys some of the clubhouse rooms if you are on there to follow and to join if you are interested in doing so. So with that being said, right now I am a member of Etsy Sellers, the largest Etsy club on clubhouse. I'm a member of Women of the Hustle. I am a member of Vintage 101. And I am a member of the reseller one that I shouted out earlier. If you guys know any of the, any other um, reseller clubhouses, clubhouse rooms, please let me know. I would love to join those. And yeah, thank you guys so much for listening to this week's podcast episode. I'm excited for next next week's episode. I already kind of have an idea of what I want to talk about. So yeah. Thank you guys again, and that was Thrifting Ain't Easy. Bye.